Hey guys, my name is Yael Feiner and this is My Climate, where I talk to regular people who find their own small way to make a difference. Gaia is a brilliant nutritionist that helps people lose weight through loving themselves and their bodies. When I told her I record a podcast about the climate, she was very excited and offered to help. I invited her to be a guest on the show. She bravely agreed to share her real struggles with us. Gaia walks the path of being a better citizen of the Earth for more than 10 years now. She's navigating that with her life circumstances and climate anxiety. This episode starts sour and ends up with tears of excitement for finding your own way to make a difference. So what is your relationship with climate change and when did it start? 10 years ago? I saw the movie called Home, and it was on the climate. I starting to understand what is going on. For me, the, what touching more is that they cut trees, and I really wanted to make the biggest view that I can. When I starting to be vegan 10 years ago, it was because of the climate. The companies that destroy and do bad things. And I was starting to get anxious and afraid. So when I know more, I become more afraid. And in time, I wanted to know less because it come together with anxiety. So in first place, I become vegan. I started to recycle plastic and papers and also compost my food. And sometimes I'm uh, uh, driving half an hour to find places that I can compost the, the food, going to uh, community gardens that grow food and help a little. So I wanted to take part. And I think that in time, it feels too less, maybe less important. So why I need to make so much effort if it's not a lot of meaning? In time, I started to think that maybe the effort is not worthwhile. What made the effort not worth it? It looks very small. Like there is big uh, industries that polluted the air in masses. And me to compost when I'm only one that compost, and there is so many, a few people that, co- uh, that compost food. Uh, and So you felt it's not valuable enough that you do all this effort? To compost and recycle and eat vegan, which one was like the hardest thing for you? Uh, compost. Com- composting. Because I don't have sometimes enough food, so I put it in bags and then I put it in the refrigerator and to take care of it. And just when I go out and need to drive to a place that they have the compost, so it's like a lot of efforts. It's not on the way. It was... Especially that I need to go and I need to collect all this stuff together and to preserve it in the refrigerator, you know. So it was the hardest, the compost. And once I have composter in my house and I have a garden and I try to do it myself. And it also was very hard because there is bugs in the compost and worms. Worms and I didn't li- like to touch it. Yeah, and I need yeah. to wait so much, like half a year, that it become di- a, a dirt soil. So it was too much. I, it wasn't in my conscious to get every time 
to the back garden it was supposed to be very far because there is like uh, bugs uh, around like small insects and it was the hardest the other things coming more easily taking me some time but I still recycle and I'm not vegan anymore how's that after 10 years that I've been vegan I didn't feel very good in my health mm-hmm. I feel weak I didn't know if it's because I don't have enough uh, nutrients and I also was in a depression and decided that I wanted to eat a more um, things that easier for me mm-hmm. and it's for now like if I starting to more um, I, I will more cook and I have more time and energy for it I can uh, again maybe eat less le- less and less meat but uh, I think that in, in the all the complex of my life and feelings and I, I decided not to fight with this this time but I'm not eating a lot anyway I'm, I'm, I'm trying to eating very uh, few from the meat industry and now that you eat meat do you feel you're stronger you have, and you have less depression mm, yes I think it's better to my uh, stomach but to your iron stomach? level or to your stomach what do you mean stomach. What? to my feeling in the stomach it's it's better so when you eat too much vegetable, like you feel bloated? Not veg- vegetables, beans. Beans. Then you feel bloated? Yes. More bloated, yes. Mm. And it's not tasty to me. So it's, it's make me sad that it's not tasty. And that's why I need to, to eat some of the like eggs and sometimes cheese because it's tasty. And the other thing is not tasty. It feels like um, I'm eating more of the same. More. So I need to like... Um, to play with the food sometimes this and sometimes that and if I eat fish I'm not eating a lot I try to eat twice a week and less there and a little eggs that's super interesting and I know a little bit about you that you're a nutritionist and you know all about the industry and how they treat animals how do you explain it to yourself like this piece that you know what's going on and you know about the industry and that you need that, that your body needs that. It's hard. It's not easy for me. Uh, maybe I'm telling to myself that I'm more important, uh, that I feel happy and I feel easier in my life. And maybe it's better than eating a lot. Uh, like I find the middle way, mm-hmm. not eating a lot, but not, not uh, avoiding everything, but to find my way to my health. It's also about health because my body needs it because the beans and other stuff is not good for my health very much. So I try to navigate. Yeah. And I don't like it, the idea that I'm eating meat. It's not a alignment. The, the, it's not an alignment. Alignment in because I'm telling people that if it's possible for them, I, I hope they don't eat and I... Help them to understand how not to eat and give them all the options not to eat meat. Yes, and I like lecture for that. But after I did it a lot of time, years, and I understand that I have a problem of uh, cooking for myself, and I don't like to cook and I don't like to be in the kitchen so much. So 
and I, I uh, people that are vegan have to be in the co- uh, kitchen, have to cook, and I need energies for that. So I'm telling myself that when I got the energies, I will cook more, and then I can be more in the kitchen, and then I can let it go again. And meanwhile, I'm like trying not to be very hard with myself. Yeah. When you say I want the food would be easy or my life would be easy, what do you mean? Can you say more about that? What is easy, what is not, and what makes it hard? I find it hard to take time and make things that are important for me. Like I'm in a healthy condition that's called leaky gut that it's better for me to eat meat. And also uh, in a condition that I need to think about work and need to think about make a living and partnership. And I'm busy in my mind and in my soul. So I'm not feeling full and have time, energies. It's like more energies for, for me to cook. And I doing the simple things and the easiest things. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope that in time I find a replacement for meat. Yes, maybe the industry will find something that is good and not very um, industrialized. Yeah. So 10 years ago, you watched a movie called Home and realized what's going on in the world. The more you learned about it, you got anxious. The first thing you do uh, was to go vegan, and you managed to do that for 10 years. Later, you learned you have this leaky gut syndrome with symptoms of bloating and painful stomach. Yes. And that you can't eat too much beans. But you need some proteins, so unhappily, you're eating some meat. Yes. Also, you're talking about needing tasty food to feel better, but you feel bad about it. <laughs> and, and try not to be so hard on yourself. But it's not working so well. I hear you're still feeling guilty. What else uh, your climate relationship uh, holds? I donate money every month for a movement called Avaz. It's a big movement that helping in a lot of issues and also in environmental issues. And uh, I was once going to a lot of protests, but it makes me feel bad because uh, there is a lot of people that know a lot of things and believe in things like conspiracy issues. And then I, I can't sleep at night. It makes me so bad that, that I become sick. So I stopped going to places that talking about it all the time. Or the bad things that like, there is the common things that we know and there is much, much more bad things that people talk about. Yeah. And it's too much for me to know. And it's a big problem that my body and my soul can't hear it. And like uh, people can hear stuff and can decide if they believe it or not. And I feel that my cells in the body believe it, even if I don't want to believe it. And it affects me and the, my breath and my anxiety and everything. And I can't live like that. So I stopped going to, to protest. And in the first time, I was writing a lot about it in the Facebook and Uh, if I got something that feels uh, interesting or important for me, I, I take it forward. I put it forward mm-hmm. and deliver it for another people and ask them to sign, ask them to donate. So you share the things on Facebook and ask people to sign petitions. But also it feels that I am all the time engaging with bad energies. 
like it's bad energies i am reading bad energies i deliver bad energies others i deliver their stuff because they are like a little more optimistic they put bad stuff the bad issue but also they starting immediately like you give us money and we do good thing about it it's not like this is bad like and after that they come writing you that they did something good and they succeed to do something good so i really like them and it's worth my money yeah so engaging with bad energies and bad stuff and always talking about how bad things are is really difficult and also there is like organization called tovana and they're doing a meditation I really like them and when I go there I feel it's make me so good and so connected to the planets to the earth to the animals and to myself and also there was like some years that I donate money to them and now it's not very easy for me with money so now I only donate to avas right so when you have to decide between avas and tovana organization you go on a vase why are you preferring a vase on tovana it's interesting i think that a vase um, deal with a burning issue like what's burning for me now it's the forest that run out in brazil and other places in in the world and really hurt me it's really really hurt me and a vase really tried to put out fire and the, the burning trees it's really hurting me to know about it and when you donate money to a vase do you feel it's enough like this is is there a voice in you when you hear about the for, the forest fires in uh, in Brazil is there a voice in you that say I want to do and you just stop this voice from the from the Like, no, but I can't, you know? Like, is there this voice telling you? I think, that- I think it is. I think the, the, the voice, stopping the voice said, you, you don't have nothing to do right now. Yeah, like the, the voice that's saying, no, no, there's, like, you can't. There's nothing to but, do right now. But what is the voice that is like inside of you wanting, wanting stop. to? Stop, stop. Let's stop it. Like, let's stop it. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Stop it. Your murders, it's like killing me. They're killing me. It's like the same. It's so bad. And I try to, to hold the idea that maybe it's for the good and we don't know what's the best for the planet. And sometimes fires make it a, a better grow after that. And maybe this is what the world have to do, like a calm of the world. And I try to eliminate these voices but because it's very painful to think that Our world is burning and like in some years we were living 50 degrees or more and it's just going worse every time. So instead of thinking about it, I try to make myself to believe in good and in God. And the reality is stronger than everyone. And if it's happened, maybe it's supposed to happen. And... I really try to do my good stuff. I'm making yoga classes and I think it's doing very good for everybody, also for me. I'm helping people to love themselves and I do my good stuff. There can be different reaction to what Gaia is saying. 
one is that you might feel the same and you also experience that life is just too much to deal with and you have no room left for the world's problems. Second common reaction, you might have been there. And hearing Gaia makes you feel proud for where you are today and how much you've grown. And maybe you judge her for justifying inaction because you also have your own circumstances and you know that time to act is now. Maybe in the area of the diet and the composting, it's easier for you. And there are other areas that you feel more difficulty with and you can't reach out to the level of your aspiration. The conflict that Gaia is raising is natural. We want to do more than we do. We want to get better. That tension has the potential to do that. But only if we accept where we are and not get stuck at judging ourselves. The trap for feeling guilty and feeding the loop of self-centered is common. I'm guilty. It's my fault. I need to fix myself first. So now I don't do enough. Now I feel more guilty. Now I need to put more time in myself and so on. So the answer is to accept yourself, to tap into your natural place of growth. And if you need help with that, self-acceptance or breaking this feedback loop, please reach out. I would love to help you. So you've mentioned you're helping people to love themselves and you're a nutritionist. Can you speak more about that? People in the world, and especially maybe in Israel, especially women who don't love themselves and don't like their body or don't feel satisfied with themselves. And what created is the industry that wants this because it makes us more money. People buy stuff, people buy food, people eat more because they're feeling bad. People buy clothes because they're feeling bad. And it runs the economy. It runs the industry. And... And it's make people addicted to food and to buying. I try to make people feel sane about themselves. Why more. do you say sane? Yes, it's not sane to don't love the, yourself. It's not sane to make war with your body, to feel war every day and you don't like how do you look. And if you gain one kilo, you don't go out of bed. Like people become depressed in every kilo that they gain or, or lose. So... It's not normal. I think it's craziness. It's become normal. I, I try to help people and especially women to love themselves, to love their body, to feel better and to connect with their body and to support their bodies, to listen to the body and then to eat as the body wants. Not like a diet, like not like somebody tell me thousand calories a day or I need to eat this or this. I need to listen to the body and love myself and people become normal in their eating and feeling better with themselves and gain more um, confident women that don't love themselves are feeling disgust from their body can't do anything in their life because not confident with themselves and i am teaching other therapies to do that i'm teaching a course in the college that helping other therapists to deliver these ideas forward And it's also uh, something that the industry or the culture of us creating is that we don't have time. Also, when we don't have time and we're running after our tail, we don't have time to feel. And it's also very important. 
So I encourage people to let themselves feel their feelings, to take their time and to be aware of the feelings and then taking care of their needs. Because if I don't have time to listen to my feeling, I don't know what my needs. So you're saying something very beautiful. The consumerism system wants us to feel bad about ourselves. It wants us to find comfort in buying things and in eating things. And then this, it's a cycle of not loving yourself, consuming something you don't really supporting you, not really nourishing you. And then gaining weight, hating yourself for doing that and keeping the cycle of self-hate. And from that self-hate, I can see people don't care about themselves and don't care about the planet. Yes, yes, yes. So you are tackling this cycle in the most important place of self-love and self-hate. <laughs> This is amazing. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I, um, I think that it's really amazing, but maybe I need to like more talking about it. Maybe I need to give it more the idea that it's all connected and we can buy less. Maybe to talk more about it, to talk more about the cycle. But people that love themselves more don't really need to buy all the time new stuff to feel, to feel good. Yes. Yeah. So it's just like... For the beginning of the conversation of the carbon footprint and how much you yourself eating this or that, when I ask you about your relationship with climate, the first thought is like what I know about climate, what news I read about climate, um, and how much I do my own part in recycling, composting, and eating. But then you're telling me about this amazing thing, how you work and how you help people love themselves and in a way, tackling the root cause of, of why we allow these things to happen, why we actually allow ourselves to kill the earth and cut trees and this disconnection from ourselves. Mm -hmm. Can you say more about the disconnection that you see with your clients and people and yourself and what's your thoughts about? I think that people don't love themselves are like punish themselves. When people don't love themselves, they become depressed and then they have less energy to make good for themselves. It will be harder for them to buy uh, groceries or to cook or to do sport. And they're just working all the time and they try to make money and people are like living in what I have to do, what I must to do and don't in the understanding what they uh, want to do. And there is a notion or a culture that how, how to have fun and they're going to a hotel that everything included and eating so much and eating so much. And it's really complicated. So what I do you to... see? What is uh, the cycle that you see? I see two cycles. One cycle is that people, they don't love themselves and become more depressed and have less energies they buy more things they will be like indulgence in the food and also they will more consume the second cycle that i see that people are more self-centered they are looking uh, how do i look and what i buy and maybe i need a surgery for looking better but not think outside 
How can I help the society? How can I do good? When you are very afraid, how do you look and how do you feel? The bad food make you feel bad, make you ill, make a sickness. So you have stomach problem, diabetes, blood pressure and all stuff. And we have zero energy to think about how we contribute, how what we're doing supporting or hurting other people and other animals, other creatures mm-hmm. in the world. But I, I wanted to say it's not only for people that they have eating issues. It can be everyone that in their issues, like everybody which is self-centered. Yeah. Everybody, uh, and there is a lot of things that can make you be self-centered. Like um, being sick. And the other thinking and other everyone that have problem. But the society and the culture make us have this problem. This is the cycle. Not only people that have, and some people maybe they are fat and have issues. Yes, for me, like I'm less available because I have my issues. That I want to have good income and I want a partnership. So it's very preoccupying me. And I'm not, okay, what can I do for the world? Yeah. What you're saying is that, that it's not helpful to understand the cycle. So you can see that, you can understand that, but it's still intellectual and it's not helping you to get out of the cycle yourself. Mm-hmm. For now, yes. What would help you? Like as a person that is preoccupied with income and struggling with how to finish the months, like what would help you to think about the big picture more? Or that right now when you think about the big picture, you're afraid of being anxious and getting to this all kind of... Um, what we talked about. I think that what you said for me that I I do help, I think that I need to see it. It makes me more enthusiastic to talk about it because this is what I do already. I can't like just move everything for now, but to see the connection or, or to look for the connection in everything. So maybe to see what I already do and not to be so critic about myself that I'm not doing enough to see what I do do i can make it a little bigger at a time for now i think it's really nice to think that i do help and i do contribute and to see the connections that i contribute and make it bigger yeah i like it i like it because you you know so much and knowing is not enough and there is so much that you already do so when you put the focus on what you do and what is working because you do help people to love themselves and you cut the cycle in a way of consumerism. If you talk about that a little bit more, even in few sentences, when you help people see that through loving themselves, they actually don't need to buy stuff or you help them to realize that buying the specific thing didn't make the result they wanted. They see that it's a, this is the seed for anti-consumerism and anti-capitalism, uh, the bad capitalism. and Yes. Your eyes are hurting? Hmm. It's, it's, um, it's really me. It's nice. <laughs> it's touching? Yes, it's really good. It feels good. It's, it's, because you're it's already doing it. Yes. You're already doing it. You're doing these things that is so important. And like you said, and I would emphasize that one person that, recycle or, or compost really doesn't do so much in the big picture but what you're doing when you get in touch with a lot of people every day and you have those students that teach other people 
this is a big leverage point on the core issue of the climate, on how we think and how we deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I think the real takeaway can be that we judge each other so much on are you eating this or that or are you doing this or that and we miss the whole person and we miss the opportunities of what people have to offer to the climate to the saving the world movement because yes. everyone doing something that can be helpful but if we're stopping at the point of you're not you are yes no eating meat or you are yes or no doing exactly what i think you should do or yes no driving a car or yes no coming to a protest because I, this is what i do now i'm going to those protests or yes you know you sign my petition you know we are missing the opportunity to get to know somebody else and get to know what they can do and empower them to do something better it's really amazing to think in this way because it empowers me to feel connected To an issue that is so important to me if I think that I don't do enough and I'm not contribute I feel bad about myself that I'm not yeah. in alignment and with time disconnected and less engaged but I want to be connected and I really want to help and, but I didn't know how and now when I'm understand that uh, I do help and all I need is to connect the dots and And bring an intention it's become easy and doable and uh, it's amazing yeah you're smiling yeah yeah and sometimes I feel less passion to my work I do this I work so many years now even though it's so important and valuable but now when I realize that uh, my work help with the climate crisis, I feel even more enthusiastic and it makes me happy and brings new colors and passion to my work. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> and now, as you've noticed today, knowing is not enough. Even when we know that we are connected, just that alone does nothing. We need to make it happen, and we need to create reality. The root cause of our consumerism and our bad habits are disconnection and self-hate. Plant the seed of connection. Think about a friend of yours that is struggling and don't know how to contribute. Go talk to them. Listen to them. Help them figure out what they need to feel connected. Saving one soul is like saving the whole world. Thank you for listening to My Climate, your weekly dose of inspiration. My name is Yael Feiner and I release a new episode every week. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to help your friends to find their own way to make a difference, share it with them. Please sign up to the email list. You can find the link in the episode description I'd love to hear from you, your thoughts and your reflections. Hit me on Twitter. My DM is open. See you next week.